Hi, hello. My name is Maris Macellis, and welcome to my show, Critical Root Zone, where we dig deep with inquiring minds to get to the root of sustainability, going below the surface to rebuild trust while supporting all voices on our journey to a climate-positive planet. For the following series, we'll be taking a look at my friendship with Kristen Westerbeck, a shining example of sheer passion and willpower to make a difference in this world. This woman is my dear friend and an inspiration, and she has conquered so much already. She's been in Nashville for 14 years. She worked as marketing director for a co-founded female craft brewery in Nashville and helped implement a zero waste program in the production and taproom spaces. And then she decided it was time to go back to school to learn more. She pivoted to get her MBA at Vanderbilt, focusing in on operations and sustainability. And this past summer, Kristen worked as a global operations intern at Nike. And she plans to join them full time in Portland, Oregon this August. Kristen spends her free time gaining as many new perspectives as possible while often traveling or trail running. And this is Critical Root Zone. And I'm here with Kristen Westerbeck Good for people. our final <laughs> and best episode of the series that you've all been waiting for, actually. Um, we're in the core of the root zone now. So we went from the surface. We talked about Kristen, about our journey, your journey, my journey, togetherness. Mm -hmm. And... Then we talked about her upcoming journey, which is hella exciting. She's moving to Oregon to work for Nike, officially. And we talked about Nike, because the reason why she's going there, I mean, they are lucky to have her, but they're doing the right things. And they're, uh, they're looking at a bigger picture, and they're, they're, they got a scope three going on. And if you listen to episode three, you know what scope three means. So if you didn't listen, you gotta go backwards, sorry. But I highly encourage you to. Um, yeah, and then here we are. We're gonna tie all of it together. So we started talking about your shoes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I took my shoes off last episode. She took her shoes off to show you all her her, her crater shoes that I called moon shoes. I kind of call them moon shoes now forever. Yeah, sure. Yeah, they are pretty cool. Um, they're made out of other shoes. That you can return, which, oh, I guess I got to tell them now. Update. Yeah, update. You can return any athletic shoe brand to Nike, and they will use them in their sustainable practices. So, like, any any sneaker, basically, right? Mm -hmm. um, did say that you couldn't bring any sandals or dress shoes or anything with metal on them, cleats or, yeah, cleats, something else. What was it? Cleats yeah. or spikes. Okay, it's the same thing. I just had to make sure I wasn't missing something. But, man, that's cool. Nike is looking past the product, man. They're looking at where it ends up. They're, they're taking back other people's shoes, other companies' shoes. <laughs> yes. Which is so smart, too. Like, it's like, yeah, go take that material. It's like, so smart. And they have uh, at their Nike stores, at a Nike store, they just have a drop-off place where you can drop off your sneakers. So I know if you live in Nashville, if you're from Nashville, live in Nashville, they are building a Nike store at Fifth and Broad downtown. Ooh. So that might be like the closest place for you to drop off. Um, and then potentially the outlet, the Nike outlet store in Cool Springs. 
Yeah, there's, I mean, just bring your shoes. Just bring all your shoes there. Bring your shoes. Um, and that's one thing you can do. I think holding on to stuff is tough sometimes if you don't have the space. Is that right? Like touching back on, you know, I grew up the same way. My Interesting. Mother, my mom did the same thing. So our mothers would keep everything because there is no way. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to put Zero Waste Trash Talk, my first podcast. We Our first episode was called There Is No Way. Mm. And it means when you throw something out, right, you say, I'm going to throw this away. What the heck is away? It has to go somewhere. Yeah. There is no away, people. So when, you, when, my, when I was growing up, my mom, she was that for me too. Mm, I love that. She she had piles of everything everywhere, though. And I remember being so embarrassed. Sometimes, Mom, I love you. Thank you for this because my house looks like this now. <laughs> Truly, I have a recycling center in my in my kitchen. So yeah. if you walk into my house or my apartment, you'll see. And I don't really have, like, a kitchen. It's just glass and cardboard and <laughs> dry compost and aluminum. And But that's where it all started for me is uh, – appreciating the, the material itself and just figuring out where, where it comes from. Or, no, not figuring out, but knowing it comes from somewhere and then figuring out what to do with it. Yeah. Which can be tough sometimes on the consumer because some people have kids. Some people got families. <laughs> some people got crazy jobs. But, I, you know, I got the time. I feel like we all got the time. Yeah. But let's put a lot more of that pressure on companies to deal with that. There it is. Boom. Yep. Drop the mic. It's... It would be great if um, the companies producing the product would take responsibility for the product. Yep. And since, what, the 50s, they've been telling us that recycling is the answer and that it's, I don't know who they is, but somebody. Uh, <laughs> they say, you got to deal with it now. Yeah. It's your, it's your problem. A lot of the onus is on the consumer at this point. And it's like, how did we get... I think I would love a CRZ episode on how we got to this point mm. with legislation that um, it passes from the manufacturers and the companies that create these products to mm. the consumers who have 10 options to buy. They buy one and then don't know what to do with the packaging. Right. So why, why does that fall on the consumer? And it's a problem that is reported on the news, like, oh, my God, the, the landfill is going to fill up and we're going to have to go somewhere else. Like, this is a Nashville thing. This is a mm-hmm. we're we're way ahead of schedule to <laughs> fill up this landfill. It's not a good arrival time. It's not. I mean, and a landfill is stupid anyway. I mean, whoever thought of throwing a bunch of trash into a hole and then just covering it up? Like, who thought of that? Hey, write me an email, criticalrootzone at gmail.com. <laughs> Let us know who you are. I want to know who did that. Um, but truly, okay, so the products being made puts all the pressure on the consumer. And, and you and I were brought up in this way where we, we thought about these things, which isn't something everybody thinks about, okay? Yeah. Not everybody was brought up that way. I'm not mad at you. But if you're listening to this, now you know. There ain't no, there's no excuse now. Now you know. And um, talking to Kristen for the last couple episodes, we've 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 talked about some pretty big deal stuff that that truthfully, like you said, legislation is the next big thing for me. I want to talk mm-hmm. to, to politicians, honestly, which is nobody wants to talk to politicians, but I do. I do. I want to talk to them because we elect people to make decisions for us. And I didn't I didn't say yes to that. I didn't say hell yeah to that. Yeah. 
Um, but the landfill issue, right? We've got um, we've got it filling up exponentially, and you hear about on the news and, and they, they talk about, Oh my God, well, this is a problem. And, and what are we, you know, we got to do something. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, we all know what we're supposed to be doing though. Like, why yeah. are we doing it? Why are we doing it? But there are companies out there doing it. It's, um, it's a pleasure to talk to you about Nike today. Cause I've always liked Nike. Yeah. I'm an athlete. I've been an athlete. Everybody's an athlete. I mean, everybody's an athlete. Everybody loves Nike. It's, it is the brand. It is the brand. Um, I'm inspired and I'm hopeful and I'm excited. I might need to go get some Nike. Yeah. Um, yes. Which the moon shoes, the moon shoes. Um, very, very excited about the moon shoes. Wearing a shoe that was made of other shoes just makes, makes sense. It makes, it makes a lot of mm-hmm. sense. Um, repurposing things is the, tr- the future. Yeah. It is the solution. Um, because there is no way there are trash is not real. That's a made up word. Yeah. Now I know guys, we're tying it together. Zero waste is not that, you know, you have to magically make things disappear. It's knowing where it comes from or like being aware of the products, the Mm -hmm. materials that you're using. And, and, and once you use it, it's not really dead. It's not, it's not useless. It's now, a a something you have to think about like where can i put this or where can i the recycling thing man we can get on into that but that's not another episode that's for not, sure that's not today for we require sure. some time um so what is something what is what are things that you i guess take into account when you are like i know for me when i look at shopping sustainably mm. i always go secondhand first i try to see if it's i try to see if it's already available and then i don't have to deal with that kind of exterior packaging but mm. I guess what are what are some of those things that really you do when you're mm. shopping? Gosh, I'm gonna be brutally honest. I don't even shop. I barely shop. <laughs> I'll be real. This was given to me. Like this is secondhand. Most of my stuff. I I am so lucky because I have the best friends in the whole world. Have and good friends. When they yeah yeah <laughs> have connections. No, but truly. When somebody's giving something away or, or my mom also taught me to go garage sale shopping, like, totally. or it's a little tougher in Nashville. Like we're in the city. Sometimes it's like, it's a little congested, but there, I'm not, this is the truth. This is the truth. You ready? Yeah. I'm not inclined to go buy new stuff. I don't do it too often. That's okay. You know why? Cause I don't need it. Yeah. If I need something, then I go buy it. Or, but if I'm looking for a place I want to buy something sustainably. Um, like you said, I try to make sure I try to buy without the plastic and I try to be conscious of just all the things that we've been talking about. I try really hard, but I think something that really affected me was that I, that I couldn't be perfect and it really upset me. Mm -hmm. So I just got really upset and was like, screw this, you know, like this is dumb. But I had to jump back from that and be like, no, nah, it's not dumb because I'm trying my best. Yeah. And that's that's the goal. You try your best. You do what you can, which is thrifting or garage sailing or um, I'm a, my friend Red gave me this literally. I love that. And manifestation is real. Let's just say that because I woke up that day and I go, I need I need some new clothes. Like I need some I need some style. Like I can't wear my workout clothes all the time. I am an ambassador for Lululemon, so I do I do have a plug there, and I I just wear lots of workout clothes that are just so freaking comfortable, and I, they're like skin, so I don't really wear anything else. <laughs> and I I I woke up this day and I was like, I need new I want I need something new, like I need like something other than athletic clothing, and um, 
she gave me clothes that day. I, I went over to her it. house and she was like, I got a surprise for you. And I'm like, what? And she's like, I'm getting rid of half like my closet and I want you to have first dibs. Okay. I love that. But so that's everybody needs a red in their life. So that's my, yeah, everyone needs a red in their life. Everyone needs red in their life. Uh, when she hears this, she's going to love this. Um, but that's, that is the truth. I don't go looking for things I don't need. I know that doesn't sound fun and exciting, but man, this is super deep. We're in the, we're in the deep of the deep of the critical root zone. Okay. Which is, I think about the world a lot. I think about people that don't have a lot. I think about people that live in like dirt huts and the people that are really using, that are really giving back to the planet that don't even take from the planet and they are suffering because of what we do. That's my thought process. So when I go out and I'm buying stuff, I mean, it's fun, it's shiny and it's pretty and it's new and it's exciting and everybody wants to give you five plastic bags with it. (laughs) And I'm like, you know, I'm like going into the gas station with a reusable bag. They're like, you have your own bag? Like, yeah, I'm buying this candy. No, I'm not buying a candy bar. Like I'm buying this beer. I have my own bag. It was just hilarious. I learned the Tupperware in the Mexican restaurant from you. Yeah, yeah. From you. Love I that. do the glass Tupperware and I bring it into the Mexican restaurant instead of getting a styrofoam, whatever, that will never degrade. Yeah, styrofoam, ever. if you're, we'll just say that real quick. Styrofoam is the worst, 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 worst. And anytime that you can avoid it, you should. Because number one, it puts, it actually leaks into your food if it's hot. Oh, geez. Uh, polystyrene, which is like a very cancerous thing. And it's very widely known that it's cancerous is, uh, yeah, it just gets into your food, so... You're, yeah. just, you're just eating it. It's fine. But yeah, bringing your own container to a restaurant. I mean, we're pet, we're, we're, we're post pandemic. Finally, we're, um, we're on the up hopefully. Um, and you can do that again. Like you can bring your own stuff and say, Hey, I'm going to box it up in this. And it's, it's weird at first, but truthfully it makes me feel so good going home with that. I feel so good with that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So I know that this is, this is, I'm so excited to be one of the first guests here. You are the first guest. The the first guest (laughs) here ever. So critical root zone. Can you talk to me just like a little bit of how you came up with this? I love CRZ. I've already dreamt about it. Tell me how you came up to CRZ. I'm cheesing so hard right now. If you're not watching this video, I'm cheesing so hard. I might be red. I might be really red. Thank you. Thank you, friend. Um, I love the name. The name was brainstormed with my coach and mentor, Silver Johnson. And I got to give her some credit there, a lot of credit for helping me get to this name. Critical Root Zone, um, we, were, we were going through all these things. I, to the root. I wanted to get to the root of sustainability. Like, what does that mean to me? It means I've done the work and the research for myself to become a better human being, to reduce my waste, to educate others. And I'll be, I'll be real with you. The engagement has been hard. <laughs> People seem interested and they're like, go Maris. And I'm like, what about you, bro? Like, what are you doing? You know, but you try not to point the finger or get discouraged. But at the same time, man, it's discouraging. And so when we did Zero Waste Trash Talk, we had all these different guests and we talked to these amazing people. And um, there's a lot of encouraging things there. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, I've still felt like man, there's just some reason, right? Like we talked about this on the last episode. Why aren't the companies that are creating the products or why isn't there any 
universal report? Why isn't there any language being spoken in, in policy? Mm-hmm. Being, why aren't there any restrictions being set there that just make it clear cut? Why, are, why, is that not, why does that not exist? So my goal with this podcast was to have conversations with people with the bigger picture ideas, with uh, the scope three ideas, if you will. Like we need to think about why this is happening and where it's coming from and how we can pose the questions that really mean something because a lot of people don't have, let's be real, they don't have the time or the, they can't go do what I want to do. Yeah. So I want to, I want to, I want to help with that. I want to talk to people who can make a, like a big impact. Like, mm-hmm. So that's where Critical Root Zone, the idea of this podcast came from. It started with Zero Waste Trash Talk, um, RIP, respect, because like it's not dead, but it's like it was my, it was a, a stepping stone for me that just showed me what I could do and, and, and how I could change, how, how I could help the change um, grow. And then the Critical Root Zone name, we were just talking about how we get to the root of things and how we get to the root of the problem. And we came up to this article and it started talking about the drip line. Huh. The drip line. What is a drip line? Is when trees actually, so if you had a tree and you wanted to give it some water, if you poured water at the trunk of the tree, it it wouldn't get the water because the roots are not there. The roots are fanned out and spread out underneath the ground. So when a tree gets rained on, the rain comes out from the outside of the tree and it makes this circular drip line huh. around the tree and that water travels into that that area of the soil and that's how you get to the roots and so interesting critical root zone sounded really freaking cool and we're <laughs> I like, love it critical root zone is uh the name of my new podcast and when we figured it out it was really cute silver and i just like celebrated so hard we're like this is it crz we got it I love it. So that's where it came from. Thanks for asking. So uh, now you know. Now you know what I'm about. Now you know what kind of people I'm going to bring to the show. I mean, this is this is my first. It's going to be, she's setting the bar up here, y'all. But um, what's to come, man? Uh, we're gonna. I'm going to interview some really incredible people on this show, and and, and from all walks of life. Like I say, it's it, there's no um, limit to who we talk to. It's just they have to have that scope three view and um, mm-hmm. really believe in what we're doing and um, believe that we can make a difference. So stay tuned for the next guest. I'm going to have uh, Tennessee House Representative Bob Freeman wow. on the show. I'm so stoked, Bob. He's going to he's going to be fantastic. So I'm really excited, really excited to get him on here. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. This is amazing. Making this show like just this is my first one, guys. So, you know, it's like you got to figure the first couple ones out and then it flows from there. So you can do anything you want to do, man. Just do it. And um, I need to put a plug in for this studio. You can write me an email and ask me, how did you get this amazing audio and uh, audio and visual um, podcast? And I'm going to I'm going to tell you, I'm going to put it in my podcast info as well. So you can see it. Criticalrootzone at gmail.com. Send me your story. How are you making an impact? Uh, what topics do you want me to talk about? Or what are you interested in? Who could be a good guest on my show? Or even a personal question for me. I'm open to everything. All are welcome. And until next time on CRZ, just a reminder together we can do anything.
listening to Critical Root Zone. If you'd like to reach out, email us at criticalrootzone at gmail.com. Critical Root Zone is produced in Nashville, Tennessee, copyright 2022.